The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. Cindy, you're dealing with anxiety. Yes, I am. Yeah, tell me what's going on. Um, I've had panic attacks since I was eight years old. Eight years old. And um, I think I've pretty much trained myself to be very anxious. And I'd like to know uh, if there's any way that I can calm down once I'm in anxiety. Oh, my gosh. Am I glad you called? (laughs) Because there are so many relatively easy skills that you can learn. They're not easy in the learning process. You know, it's like learning to ride a bike. It's easy once you've learned it. But these these are thinking skills. And what I like that you're doing is you've already started to own responsibility, that I trained myself to be anxious. If you were my client, you know, this isn't therapy, but if you were my client, I would say that kudos to you for even having that perspective. Because if you can train yourself one way, what does that tell you about yourself? I can train myself the other way. Oh, you bet. You bet. And that you're open to learning skills. The fact that you call into a talk show means that you're open to, you're eager to learn new skills. You're motivated. Now, when you say that, and I do want to give you skills, I want to tell you about cognitive therapy. Cognitive is a dressy uh, name for thinking therapy. Uh, And I want to first find out what happened if you're if you feel comfortable telling me this in a nutshell what happened at the age of eight that triggered your initial anxiety if you can remember it it was actually earlier than that um being sexually abused and i was actually sexually abused for years okay into being a teenager and so i do know that that's part of it but that's when it it really kind of hit me and you know I was pretty shy and that sort of thing and and I think it just all of a sudden just the weight of it just came down on me and you had a panic attack yes and so let me tell you what being sexually abused does to anybody male or female what it does is it destroys or it has the potential and often does because people don't know how to uh, not how to preserve themselves during such an intense uh, violation of their own life. It destroys your view of people because how how do you look at people if you've been sexually abused and you feel that you just go along with it? Yes. Your view of people is what? That they're wonderful? That every person's a potential adventure? Or what? Every <laughs> Yes, you're laughing. What, what, it, what does it do to your view of people? Um, I've I'm very standoffish um, a lot of times, and I don't want to be. I want to have uh, friends in my life and that sort of thing, but I feel kind of secretive, and um, don't. I feel like if they knew the real me, you know, that they would um, shun me, that sort of thing. Okay, so like damaged goods, you've got that yeah. premise going too. Okay, so if do you have paper in front of you? Yes, I do. Okay, notice the first thing I said was your view of people. It damages that. How profound is that? I mean, profound. Yeah, like if if my view of alligators, because I live in Rhode Island, doesn't affect me. (laughs) You know, I'm not in in Florida, right? 
So if I hate or love alligators, what difference does it make? But if it's my view of people, I interact with people nonstop around the clock. And if I feel inadequate around them, if I feel like I have some hidden dirty secret that if they knew they wouldn't like me, then that leads to what's called, and you can jot this down, a coping strategy of being standoffish. Right? or avoiding them, only letting them get to a little bit close, but then you don't form the deep friendships that enrich a life. Yeah. Okay, so the, the, the next, uh, so it attacks, that type of trauma attacks your view of the world. It also attacks... Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. Ugh. I wish guys knew more about what we want from a relationship. (laughs) Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Ah, here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance. A serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Hmm, The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. That type of trauma attacks your view of the world. It also attacks something else, which you've already addressed. What is your view of yourself? Do you see yourself as a vibrant person who's good to the core, who's honest and who is worthy and capable of going out and setting your own wonderful goals and pursuing them? I have two different views of myself. I see myself as a good person on one hand, but I see myself as extremely needy and um, just um, it, I have a, a very hard time asking people for what I want, what I need. I feel like I'm going to impose on people. And, you know, even, you know, my husband, my kids, they just, um, I feel sometimes like I'm going to be um, in the way. Okay, so it's not that you're a clingy person. If anything, you're trying to be so self-reliant that you're you're not good to yourself. People can't do for you. Yeah, you, you a lot of times I feel like I'm being very needy, and a lot of times people are like, you know, they'll tell me later on, geez, why didn't you say something? Why didn't you realize? And I feel like I'm screaming it out, and I'm not. I'm, I'm keeping it close to my chest. So you want uh, those two views of yourself. You want the healthier one to eventually uh, tip the balance to win in your psychology? Mm-hmm. The one that is more comfortable with your kids and comfortable in letting down the guard at times? Yeah. You want that one to win. Um, so it, it, if I'm, I'm telling you that basically I'm hearing that Your anxiety is trauma-related, the panic attacks you have now. When you feel panic, I'm going to give you some skills to deal with them right now, but I definitely would love you to go to, uh, you can go to my website, drkenner.com, and there are books there that are excellent. Mind Over Mood is excellent. You can even go to the Academy of CT for Cognitive Therapy website and read some of the literature there because anxiety is so manageable. If you get yourself a cognitive therapist, I think that this can be history for you, these panic attacks. Skills to calm down. If you're flooded with what-ifs, what if they don't like me? What if they hurt me? What if I'm a burden to them? That can trigger 
anxiety because you have an anxiety is due to uncertainty and self-doubt can you see that cindy yes and (laughs) so instead you want to those other that other view of yourself that's stronger more robust like a stronger muscle you want to give that some say well, what if not? What if they really want me to reach out? What if they want me to talk? Would I be willing to experiment once or twice? So get the what if nots in there rather than the catastrophic what ifs. Okay. And that that should help you. Um, Listen, I wish we had a lot more time to talk about this. We don't. But definitely, your answer is yes. There are a lot of strategies to calm down when you're feeling anxious. And I think if you have the the richness of the understanding that you do, that it's due to trauma, that you can work to... Um, that you can work to change your core ideas about yourself and the world. Thank you so much for calling. And here's a little more from Dr. Kenner. I really wish you'd tell me about it. Well, if you must know, it's me love life. Really? You've been seeing a man? Only when I close my eyes and concentrate. And that's from Fraser. And what happens when you have that longing? You have a wonderful longing for a partner. And you're just sitting home all day long, or in Daphne's case, she's obviously working and doesn't give herself a life outside of work, or much, not much of a life, And you, but you still want the goal. Well, you need to go back to the drawing board and check your premises, and the premises of just sitting, hoping it will happen, hoping that you walk into a convenience store someday and meet somebody is not a good strategy if you definitely want a romantic partner. You need an action plan. Now that sounds pretty technical, but you do need to do the thinking of how am I going to meet a potential partner. You also want to give yourself the advantage of imagining success. Imagining having completed the goal of having found your romantic partner. Because that gives you hope instead of imagining that you'll never ever find a romantic partner which leaves you in a muck of depression for more dr kenner podcast go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad here's an excerpt from the selfish path to romance the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist dr ellen kenner and co-author dr edwin Locke. It's important to identify the emotions you're feeling, such as sadness or loneliness. Then you can proceed to identify their specific causes. If a strong emotion is based on mistaken ideas or values, you can proceed to change it by consciously correcting the wrong ideas each time you feel that emotion. You can also work to change any future actions or events that precipitated your emotion. Eventually, the emotion will change. Since emotions are automatic, changing them can take some time and may require professional counseling. Changing old thinking habits, challenging old ideas, and replacing them with healthier ones takes motivation, the learning of new skills, effort, and practice. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com, and you can buy the book at amazon.com.